Okay, welcome back to Drinks First. I'm so excited to have my guest today. Uh, he's really, it's, I feel like it's gonna be a great episode. <laughs> um, but I will let him introduce himself. So where are you from? How old are you? Where'd you go to school? Tell us um, everything. Uh, I moved here, I moved, well, I'm in New York right now. I'm in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. um, I moved here from LA last summer so been here about a year um i went to school in la i went to a, a tech school for vet tech stuff um oh, cool. and i did that for like five years but got a little bit burnt out um and now i'm just starting to go to brooklyn college so just got nice. it nice yeah oh congrats is it gonna be online it's online never taken online classes so <laughs> i Literally, I was talking to somebody today who already started classes back at school, and he was like, yeah, they're, like the bars are packed, like nobody's acting. Like, in the south or something? Like, yeah, like, yeah, I was in the south. I was in Mississippi. Crazy. Yeah. Um, definitely not going to be like that here, but we'll see. For sure. What, where in Brooklyn are you? Uh, Crown Heights. Crown Heights? Yeah. And how old are you? I'm 20. My birthday's tomorrow, actually. I'm going to be 20. Oh, really? Oh, happy early birthday. Thank you. <laughs> You're going to be 20 what? Seven. 27. Yeah, late adult. Oh. Uh, yeah. I think that's like early early adulthood, like late, like child, young, yeah. young adult, maybe. Like now I can say like I yeah am an adult now, you know? Yeah, you're like well into your 20s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's a good place to be. I feel like that's a good place to be. Yeah. Um, that makes me a Leo, too. I'm not super into uh, astrology, but every time I tell people I'm a Leo, they're like, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? Like, I feel like if you say that about any single like star sign, people are like, ooh. Yeah. I don't know anything about astrology, but I'm a Scorpio, and I also get that reaction. People are like, you're a Scorpio? I'm like, yeah. like I'm not really sure what that means. To be, you know? Like, is it like a good ooh? Is it a bad ooh? Yeah, yeah. We don't know. Yeah. And where are you from originally? Uh, the Bay Area. I grew up in the Bay. I'm kind of from all over. Um, I was born in Chicago, and then my parents got separated. Um, and then my mom took me to LA, actually, for like a year. And then she took me to Guatemala, where I lived for a year. when I was That's like, sick. It's cool, okay. yeah. Um, and I was fluent in Spanish, have forgot it all by now, which sucks. It's like, Oh, I wish I could remember. Um, but then I went from there to the Bay Area, and I grew up there from seven till graduating high school. So you're a West Coast person. West Coast all the way. Yeah, I'd never even visited New York before I moved out here. Really? What What made you move out here? <laughs> um, I, I just wanted something new. Like I felt like I'd done L.A., um, and I was kind of getting out of a shitty relationship. <laughs> Okay. Better term. Um, we'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the reason my one of my best friends lives here too, and he had a room open up. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, fuck it, try it. Why not? <laughs> you know. And how's it been like during the pandemic? Have you been here the whole time? I've been here. Yeah, been here the whole time. Um, we luckily have a private backyard, which has been a lifesaver. I probably would have left New York if I didn't have that. You know. Yeah, luckily I live right next to Central Park, so like nice. that's kind of the backyard, but it's um yeah, it's not the same. It's yeah. definitely been been a rough few months. But pre-corona, this is a question I ask all my guests. Mm -hmm. What was like your favorite 
restaurant and where did you like to go out uh, see that's kind of hard because like when I first moved here I got a job pretty much immediately and I was working like five days a week um so I didn't really have a chance to like explore New York and then it got cold you know and like mm. I would work and then I would like go to the gym after work and I'd come home because it was I was just getting used to the winter you know um there's a place by my house called Chevella's some Mexican restaurants amazing best taco I've had outside of LA Oh, that's high praise. I know like people from LA are big on their big on their tacos. I'm a, I'm a taco snob for sure and it it, uh, it works for me. So. <laughs> Word, I feel that I'm a huge pizza snob. We all we all got to have our thing. Yeah, for sure. And what about you didn't you never really had places to go out? Like what kind of oh, yeah. vibe oh, do you like? Uh yeah, there's a bar near near us, um Do or Dive, which is like a dive bar. It sounds mm-hmm. like they'd have like $5 shot and beer combo, which was amazing good dance music um where else elsewhere love elsewhere yeah um nowadays like i've been to all those like you know classic brooklyn places brooklyn places are you into like the spot are you into like techno music house music is that like a thing you like or yeah for sure yeah that's like this the brooklyn spots oh i miss I'm just going out. <laughs> it's sad to talk about, especially in the summer. Like I feel like I was robbed this summer of going out. And just- I know your first New York summer. Yeah. Luckily, like it feels like the remnants of it are coming back, totally. but you know it's not yeah. the same. Yeah, I mean, it seems like in New York, people just adapt too, which I love. You know, it's like restaurants open, people are like, all right, we're just gonna put tables out on the sidewalk, like <laughs> we're gonna make it work. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm biased. I think New York's the best place in the world, but I don't know. How how would you compare it to LA? Uh, I love it so much more. I love not having a car. That's like, big, mm. you know, although during the pandemic, I wish that I had had my car. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but once things go back to normal, like, yeah, I just, I love being able to walk everywhere. When I first moved here, I lost like 15 pounds from just like walking, you know? It's actually fucking crazy. I didn't realize until I like, started paying attention to how much I walked like my my brother like got me a Fitbit yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like oh shit it's so easy to hit like 10,000 steps a day here whereas like elsewhere it's a I, it's a struggle <laughs> yeah um but, yeah no I, I love it here I'm, I'm really happy that because I have I have probably like three years of school um so I'm stuck here for three years but not mad about it it's the best place to be stuck, honestly. And I mean, even after all the shit that happened in April, like to be here and have it be like one of the safer places to be and things are opening up and maybe it's bad and maybe people are going to listen to this and be like, this didn't age well. <laughs> but it was, it's like nice to be able to go out to eat, meet your friends in the park. Like there's, it feels like people here are really careful and like, comfortable yeah. about the whole thing yeah and like respectful like with masks and everything it's like yeah you don't really hear about shit happening in new york so uh, let's let's get to the reason why we are actually here so tell me about your dating life i know that's a super loaded question <laughs> loaded. um well it's like i'm kind of like new into it you know after like yeah. in a relationship for four years like i've started dating my ex-girlfriend when I was 21 and I feel like those are like really formative years to like be out dating you know that's why I was really excited to move here because like the New York dating scene is like so different than anywhere else I've heard um 
yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, since the pandemic happened, I just like it kind of put a wrench in things. Um, I did go on one date um, with a girl that I asked out from my cafe. Uh, but it wasn't on like a dating app or anything. I was like gearing up to, to like ask her out and I just like did it, <laughs> you know, it's like, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. And she said, yeah. And we went on one date, but I just was like, in the beginning of the date, she was like, do you like want to kiss me? And I was like, I didn't know, like, you know, I hadn't been on a date in four years. And so I was like, um, I, uh, I didn't know what to say, <laughs> you know, and I felt like a weenie, you know, by the end of the night. Um, so I didn't do it. And, and I think she just got the impression that I like, um, wasn't into her, which I've just been kicking myself, but. Well, I mean, you can always slide back. You yeah. can always slide back. Yeah, I mean, we kind of like chat on Instagram. I think she could still maybe be into it after things are safe. But uh, another thing too, is that I'm trans, um, mm-hmm. which we haven't talked about yet, but I'm, now I'm outing myself. Um, and that's been like hard too, like with dating. Cause I don't know whether to like disclose like in the beginning or like do we hang out a few times and I like feel somebody out you know and and see if they're like worth me telling them you know mm-hmm. so I didn't tell her and I think that was probably the reason why I like didn't kiss her too is because I just I don't know I felt nervous about it I mean that's valid I'd like I, you should be going at your own pace regardless but that is like something I guess we if you feel comfortable talking about let's talk about it like your your first girlfriend like your ex-girlfriend four years ago um how did that relationship come to be we worked at the same animal hospital um and she like by by that point i'd been on t for about a year Mm -hmm. um and so i was like sort of passing she didn't she didn't know at first she didn't um but then she put two and two together and it was cool because she like did her own research like she was from maryland with like very conservative parents and like didn't had never been in contact with a trans person like at all. Um, so she did her own research and was like, still interested in me, you know? And so one thing led to another and we started seeing each other. Um, but before her, I had had girlfriends, you know, she mm-hmm. wasn't my first girlfriend, but she was a first since I'd transitioned. What, what age did you transition at? Uh, 20. 20. Yeah. And did you come out as trans before that or? Not really. I mean, I was kind of like, I was like a butch, like, like stud lesbian whatever (laughs) and like yeah I was always like pretty much a tomboy but I like pushed that idea away you know of transitioning I just didn't want to like acknowledge it um but then like people started coming out on YouTube like I saw this one guy who like he had a YouTube channel and he just looked so good like passed so well had a full beard like muscles and you know documented his transition I was like that like what like this is what you could look like (laughs) like what the fuck um and I was like, that's me. Like, I kind of just decided within like six months, like, all right, like I need to do this. And I, I did have a girlfriend at the time who like picked up on that in me. And she was like, have you ever thought about like transitioning maybe? Um, and I was like, no, no. And then I slow, slowly was like, yeah, okay, maybe I need to do this. And then, yeah, within six months, I was just like, all right, fuck it. I was in LA. I went to the LGBT center, like met with a doctor and that was it. It's like, yeah. Wow. So it happened like pretty, pretty quickly after you saw, I guess, what representation of like trans people in social media. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's how important it is, I think, for people to like be out, you know, and like talk about things. Although I, I'm still getting to that point of like being out on my social media, you know, 
Um, when I moved here, I like archived a lot of photos and stuff because I like, I don't know, I didn't want that to be like my sole identity. You know? mm-hmm. So it's still something I'm kind of figuring out. At, at what point did you come out as like queer or lesbian or whatever you identified as? Um, when I was 15. 15? I, I, yeah, I like went through. So when I was a kid, I like, when I was three, I like cut my hair short, like buzzed my hair. And my mom was like, what'd you do? And she was living with, we had a roommate at the time and he was a cool gay guy. And he was like, just let her do it. Like whatever, you know, let her dress like a boy. It's just clothes, just hair. And my mom was like, all right. Um, so from like three till 12, I just was like, I just look like a little boy. Like I've, our photos just cool <laughs> now because like I can pull my photo book out and like I look like a little boy and I don't really have to tell people I'm trans, you know, it's like I could just be a little boy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but then I went through a, a phase when I was like 12, like middle school pressure to grow my hair out and, you know, um, so I did that and then I got a boyfriend. Um, so you were early, you were early on the dating scene. <laughs> yeah yeah. middle school boyfriend okay okay freshman year freshman year it was like eighth grade summer into freshman year but yeah um I joined the GSA after my sophomore year and I met um one of the leaders there and she we just hit it off and started dating so first girlfriend was at like 16 15 that's kind of early yeah yeah how long did you guys date for uh we dated for like two and a half years she was like she was like a major love yeah for me yeah wow oh god that's like high school sweetheart type shit yeah she was two years older and just like so smart and like oof broke my heart (laughs) like (laughs) broke my heart when we when we parted is she the one who who picked up on saying like maybe you should transition um no that was that was like two girlfriends later Uh, (laughs) i know i know it's i sound (laughs) so you're like a monogamous person um yeah I would say so I think like long term when I when I moved here I kind of didn't want to have that you know so I still like when things open up again I want to try just like dating you know like kind of being open and you know because it's like I was locked down for so long like I want to try something something different yeah I think like I say this to everyone like everyone should have a period where they feel comfortable being single and like being independent and alone. And then they should also have a period where they try out like a lot of different things because it's always going to be, well, not always. Some people are content with their lives, but I'm the kind of person who's like, what if, you know, like look back on things and be like, well, I could have done that or I could, I had the time I should have like taken the time to explore. So that's a hundred percent what you I think you should be doing. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. My my roommate too. I call my roommate, but he's one of my best friends. Um, mm-hmm. He's just like you cannot be like locked down right now. <laughs> so yeah, which is like crazy. I think a lot of people, especially during the pandemic, are like, I need to be in a relationship after this. Like, if they've been single, they're like, I'm ready for a relationship. I don't want to be alone. So I think this is like a very lonely time for a lot of people. Um, Not speaking from experience. But but yeah, I think that's great that you know that you want to like have some time to explore being with not lockdown, not being with one person. Yeah. Yeah. And like since I transitioned too, it's like kind of been like exploring my sexuality, like maybe like, you know, 
hook up with a dude every once again. I don't know. Like, just try it out. It's, there's no, like, there's nothing holding me back. Like, you know? So, yeah, why not? Yeah. Really, why not? I, I don't see why not. So it's kind of crazy because you had this, like, whole dating life as, well, I guess you had, like, a middle school boyfriend. So you yeah. had this, like, straight dating experience. And then you came out you had like a queer dating experience and now you're like on a different track it's like three separate experiences yeah yeah it's it's really crazy like being perceived as like a cis dude too you know Mm -hmm. yeah I don't even know how to explain it it's like it's very strange (laughs) you know like having like male privilege now too it's like (laughs) you know it's like it's really weird. Is it nice? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think there's like this camaraderie. Like, it's really weird. Like, when you walk into a room, it's like, "Sup, bro?" You know, like it's mm-hmm. like this thing that like I've I'm still learning how to like do that. You know, and like come across as like normal, quote unquote. You know, as like a normal guy, like to straight cis dudes. Like, it's been kind of hard for me to navigate because I, I also like haven't had a relationship really with like a cis guy like my dad I'm not close to you know like we have surface level relationship but not like deep connection you know so that's Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the hardest things too is like I just don't have any like cis guy friends you know which I do want like I want to be able to like feel comfortable like in a room with like a cis dude you know like this might be like a very ignorant question but do you feel pressure to like be into like cis guy things like sports and the gym and like all of these other like quote-unquote heteronormative like behaviors do you think you're already like part of that culture is that something that you've always wanted to be a part of or am I totally off base no no I mean it's a valid it's a valid question I like I I'm not into sports like at all I mean I play Mm -hmm. basketball like I love playing sports like I'll do that but like I'm not gonna watch like an NBA game unless it's like a championship one or whatever um the gym like I'm already into that so like if that topic gets brought up I'm like I can bro out like easy yeah you know um but yeah no it's it's been difficult to like try and navigate like connecting on like surface level thing which I feel like is like kind of a cis culture is like it doesn't really get deep you know and I love having like deep conversation that's why it's so much easier for me to like chat with girls because it's like we can go there and it's like not weird you know word yeah so if there's any like cis dudes out there just want to be my friend like (laughs) i have i have lots of guy friends i'd be happy to introduce you to yeah honestly like i really like i need to like get out of my comfort zone and kind of like out of my head so yeah 100 well do you do you think now like primarily your friends are like women gay men like what what do you who do you hang out with yeah i mean my my roommate that i live with is pretty much my like only guy friend and he's also trans so like that's like another way that we connect you know Mm -hmm. level but yeah I I pretty much only have girlfriends (laughs) which was hard for my last girlfriend because she was like didn't understand like she had only dated cis dudes obviously before me and she had like made her uncomfortable that all of my best friends are girls you know and I was just like you gotta get over that shit because that's not (laughs) yeah I mean I've definitely I have a lot of guy friends who have girlfriends who are uncomfortable by that so I think it just comes with the territory of being a dude who's friends with women yeah yeah it's strange 
It's like, I don't get it, you know, but. I, I mean, I think that it's like, like every guy should have good girlfriends and every girl should have good guy friends. Totally. You, you get something different from those relationships than you do from, you know, people who are the same as you. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, that's why, you know, definitely want some dude friends too. The, in the first time in the history of my podcast, someone's coming on just looking for some guy friends. <laughs> yeah. Slide into the DMs. Have you seen that movie, I Love You, Man? Yeah. That's me, dude. I'm the one guy in that, like, just desperate for some. I'm so serious, though. I'll, I'll totally introduce you to my friends. Cool. They're all, they're cool. all good people. Um, so did you ever have an experience in which, like, it was an issue, like, when you were dating someone and you told them you were trans? No, I mean, I haven't really had the opportunity to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, my ex-girlfriend, her, her family wasn't really cool with me like we you know we dated four years and her dad like never wanted to meet me didn't acknowledge my existence you know um but like other than that I've been very lucky with people just being like cool with it you know and I'm, I wonder if like part of the reason is because like I'm super binary like like you know I dress like <laughs> like a dude like I don't know it's like my masculinity is just like natural to me like I don't know. Like, I feel like I, I pass well, like, and I, I think sometimes that's easier for people to kind of like grasp, you know, mm-hmm. my ex-girlfriend's mom, she was felt weird about me, but then she met me and she's like, Oh, like, he's just like any other guy, you know, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's like a reason to why it's been a bit easy. Um, you know, what was your transition like? Um, family, I mean, family took it all great, but like, the process is is hard yeah (laughs) you know the first few years it's like you like gain this water weight then you get like acne and then you know you're going through a second puberty you know it's like it's rough Um, awful yeah and like some people like their changes happen within like a year you know like they have really that soon yeah um but for me it's like it took a lot longer you know so i mean i'm now i'm just starting to kind of like even out you know like Mm -hmm. my hormones have been replaced now which is feels great you know um yeah I mean it's cool I love it (laughs) (laughs) you're like it's fucking sick (laughs) sick it's like god that's experience you know so wouldn't trade it I it's so crazy that it just took like you seeing somebody who like looked like you and you thought had the same experience as you to be like yeah yeah that's it yeah I mean I just thought back to myself as a kid it was like every birthday I just like would wish I'd wake up as a boy I just wish 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 you know it's like what what is that it's like it's classic case of little trans kid you know and then now Mm -hmm. my dream is coming true it's like insane like I never thought it'd be possible you know but it's so cool oh my god (laughs) no well it's possible now and you're you're living the dream I'm doing it yeah you're doing it you're doing the damn thing and now I feel like I can like move on with my life you know like I'm starting school again like you know it's like all these things that like I wanted to do it's like I needed to transition first like you mm-hmm. know, the bottom line so you you pivoted in school what what happened there um I just I, I didn't know what I wanted to do you know mm-hmm. like graduated high school and like all my friends were like going off to university and I just was like I like 
a i sucked in high school because i was like super depressed trans you know like <laughs> like classic um <laughs> i felt kind of pressure from my parents like you know like what are you gonna do like you can't like work these dead-end jobs so i was like all right I'll, i love animals so i'll go to vet tech school did that and it was great you know for a bit but it's just like the burnout rate is like you know you're working long hours and people think that you're like playing with puppies and kittens like the whole time and it's like nah like there's so much work behind it um doesn't pay that well there was a woman there who was had been working in the field for like 35 years and just came in every day so like haggard and like mad at her life and i was like i don't want to be you <laughs> like i'm sorry but like i i don't want to do this the rest of my life um, yeah valid yeah and so quarantine actually helped me kind of like slow down and like all right this is a time for you to like think about what you really want to do you know mm -hmm. um so i want to be a physical therapist um uh, some of my credits transferred so i only have like a couple years in school and then i can transfer to pt school um that's but, awesome yeah yeah it's like it feels good to finally like have a track you know like yeah all right you know i can make some money in the future like <laughs> you know you're fully on you're you're fully restarted you're like rebooted and ready to go ready to do it yeah so do you do you think that like the restart happened pre-quarantine or are you like gearing to go now like post well not i'm not gonna call it post quarantine but like yeah. you know um uh i think it happened post like as soon as i lost my job you know i was like forced to slow down and like just think about like all right all right how, we don't know how long this is gonna last like <laughs> this unemployment's gonna run out like you can't rely on that forever you know yeah so pre okay back to dating pre quarantine how how you only went on that like one day that you asked that no no that was during quarantine sorry no, so no, pre-quarantine that was i mean that was before sorry yeah oh that, that was, was before november yeah of last year so is that the last date you've been on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're, have you ever tried dating on apps? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on apps. I like get matches and stuff, but it's like, it's hard now. It's just like, like when is the right time to be able to meet up? Mm -hmm. um, what, what apps are you on? Um, Hinge and Tinder and Bumble. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I actually on Bumble, I, I matched with one girl. This was pre-quarantine. And we were gonna go on a date, and then she stood me up. No, you got stood up. Got stood up. She just didn't respond to my texts. That's fucked up. I do not understand how people do that. I know, and she still follows me on Instagram and like looks at my story. No. And stuff. Yeah. No, no, we don't. We don't like that here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what? What are, what are you doing? Like, we're in 2020 now. We're not tolerating that behavior. No. Absolutely not. None yeah. of that energy. Say what you mean, you know? That's, that's, uh, I will have this conversation for years, but it's like the most simple thing somebody can do is just be straight up. Like, don't waste anyone's time. Yeah. Everybody in New York, and feel free to tell me, like, I want to know, like, how New York dating is different for you, like, from LA and other places that you've been, but everyone in New York is so fucking busy. Mm. everyone's busy even during quarantine people have plans they're going out for dinner they're meeting friends like they're doing work whatever nobody has time yeah. <laughs> nobody has time yeah. to have these like baseless conversations and not meet up with anybody Ooh. like 
and it's the culture too i feel like to not take things personal you know like if she had just been like hey like i'm not into it or like i'm busy tonight or whatever like i actually can't meet up be like chill like i respect that you know like that's totally fine i can't speak on anywhere else again because unfortunately i wasn't able to date in in la um but that's a vibe i get here is like people yeah are very straightforward for the most part you know Mm -hmm. yeah so it's yeah (laughs) it's fucking awful it's happened to me before maybe also another ignorant question but do you think like having pre like being a woman and then transitioning to well you're always a man sorry if i'm like no 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 please like i'm not gonna jump down your throat or anything you say i know but i still like i want to get it right like no having i did identify as a girl at one point so like yeah for sure well having that perspective and like having a cis male perspective now like do you think you're more empathetic to women when you're dating yeah yeah i mean i've had a lot of girls that have been like whoa like i've never had like such deep conversations or like you know like right off the bat it's like for for me it's so natural to like ask about your family and like I want to know about your life and like how you feel about things like you know like going on in your life you know and it's it's kind of shocking to me that that's like a shocker for some girls you know that like I can get go there (laughs) I don't know whoa like you're pretty woke for you know like not knowing I'm trans you know like Mm. you know it's like well yeah I've had some life experience that's why (laughs) yeah I mean bars on the floor honestly like (laughs) for for men dating men in New York City bars on the fucking floor how about sexually like do you feel like things are new do you think do you feel like you're more comfortable um, I wouldn't say comfortable. I think I, for me, it's like, I have to really trust a buddy to like go there. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I, I need to feel people out. Like that's why I was like the girl that I wanted to date with. Like, I think she probably would have been down to just like hook up, which is like awesome. Like we were obviously really attracted to each other. Um, but without having that conversation first, it's like, I'm, I'm not going to go there you know that's what's like a little bit nerve-wracking for me is like okay like I need to have a conversation you know that's that's the shitty part you know Mm. for for me at least for being trans like that there's always going to be a conversation unless someone knows me before or whatever but if like someone doesn't know it's like yeah I need to and I need to learn how to do that you know it's that's what I am excited for too with dating it's just like all right like I have confidence in myself like you know, whatever, like I need to try it. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I can't give advice on this. I'm like not entitled to it, but like you, if I were like, if I were dating you and I didn't know, like, I would just want you to tell me off the bat. Yeah. And like, then you kind of are, if, if they are weird about it, then like, you're not wasting your time, right? you know? Yeah. Like, and so you could have, you think like, go like, before going on a date, I should just be like, Hey, by the way, or I could go on a date and then, and then feel it out. And then if it's like, there's like chemistry there or whatever, then obviously talk, you know, let me tell them. You know, like I said, not an authority, but I, if I were in your shoes and so I was going like, let's say I was on a dating app and I like matched with someone and we're vibing and we want to go on a date. Like, I would 
if it was something on my mind, I would tell them mm-hmm. beforehand. And if they get weird about it, you've already saved yourself some yeah. time. Um, and like, then you're not like totally emotionally attached to that person in the first place. Like if you go on a date and you're vibing on the, on the flip side, it's like, if you're going on a date and you're vibing with someone and then you tell them you're trans previously, they might've not been so open to it. Yeah. That's and too is like, yeah, it's like once people meet me too, then it's like, Oh, like, I think they could maybe like be more on board, you know, because I think people but, have preconceived notions of like what trans is you know? yeah like, we're not all the same like we don't all have the same experience like yeah yeah for sure but like would you want to be with somebody who had those preconceived notions I don't know it's like I don't want to I don't want to put people in boxes either you know it's like people mm-hmm. have have room to grow you know it's like I I don't want to I mean unless someone obviously is like you that's gross like you know like fuck you like I'm not gonna <laughs> waste my time with you but yeah obviously like, oh, like, I don't know you know like one of my friends um he didn't he met his girlfriend on hinge and like she didn't know that he was trans and they went on a few dates and he was like you know hey like I need to tell you something and she was away with their family and she's like oh what obviously they hadn't like hooked up yet I think they had kissed or something mm-hmm. like I just need to tell you like I'm trans and she was like oh okay like she like needed a few days to to think it over and like that's fair you know it's like it is kind of like a thing to put on somebody you know Um, yeah sure I maybe I have like a different outlook on it but I'm just like that I totally think people should have room to grow and like you should give them that opportunity especially if you click with someone Hmm. but at the same time like the person not that you're looking for a relationship so I don't think that or maybe you are, maybe you're open to it. Yeah. 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 Like whatever right. happens, but like if you want to get married and like be with the one, right? Like you would hope that they were on board from the beginning, like from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. But for sure. If um, it's like if it's uh, you know, if it's just for hooking up or like whatever you want to do, then I guess it's up to you to decide when you want to disclose. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, that is obviously like something shitty that you have to deal with like every yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have friends too that just like fucking hate that part of it, you know, and who like will choose to get bottom surgery and stuff, not f- fully for that reason, but it's a bigger part, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like, I just don't want to have this conversation. Like I don't align with my body, like, you know, and that's fair. Like you get that. Yeah. yeah. Well, for anybody who listens to this and is interested and in hopefully I'm really like crossing my fingers. I think everybody who listens to this podcast, I'd like to assume is very open-minded. Like, yeah. you know, trans men are just men. Like there's, there's no, there's no if what's buts about it. Like yeah. to be open to going on a date with a fucking fantastic person who might actually just understand you more than you know some finance bro who lives in murray hill (laughs) i haven't had any contact with finance bros yet but i'm happy that yeah we'll get we'll get you out to manhattan and you can start having those experiences don't send me up with any of your guy friends that are uh are are rap finance bros please nah i got you i got you i'll 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 set you up with some cool people Um. but do you have a type type um it really it's like it's on the individual you know mm-hmm. I mean, like 
typically the girls that I've liked of before have been like, you know, a little shorter than me. I'm five seven, so like anything under that. But that's not like a deal breaker, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who's funny can like joke around with me. Um, sweet, it's like big. I think being sweet is like the biggest thing, you know. Like mm-hmm. really sweet to kids or like older elderly people service staff like I mean that's like cliche but it's like I I think that really like shows if someone is a good person or not if they're like well also like you work in a cafe so you've had the experience yeah for sure um you know somebody smart like you know I think like kind of the basics but I think it is just like an individual thing like you know sometimes you can't really explain why you like somebody but you just kind of click you know yeah for sure the thing the thing that I've sort of like learned from this quarantine was like, and I, I've done a lot of thinking about it because it's, you know, been, been overwhelmingly alone, like to the point, <laughs> my parents listened to this, <laughs> but to the point that like, I like looked sad and my mom was like, like out of nowhere, she was like, I know you're sad because you don't have a boyfriend. I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ, mom, <laughs> like I need to move out. but I like taking this time I've realized that historically like I have a type and I think a lot of people can look back and say yeah there is like one kind of person that I find myself attracted to and now more than ever I I think and I think I'm like urging people who are listening to this to also think about why we do that Mm -hmm. and like why we're putting people into these boxes and to be way more open, whether it be about race, sexuality, gender, ethnicity, age, mm-hmm. like there are all these things that we, especially when it comes to dating apps, we set these like parameters Yeah, and yeah. it's like, why are you automatically limiting yourself Yeah, from yeah. meeting somebody? That's the big thing is limiting yourself is like, you, you never know, you know, like someone could just show you a whole different life that like you could really love, you know, like yeah yeah and half the time like if somebody approached you at a bar you might have not swiped right on that person Mm -hmm. so it's it's tough especially like I think now that more than ever I've been I've always kind of felt that way but I'm feeling that way more but it's tough because you're not in the time where you can have those like in-person interactions like those connections and it's tough to navigate so are you like do you have any like any intention to start like dating right now and in like a virtual sense, maybe a socially distant date. Yeah. I think I would prefer to do like in person, you know, Mm -hmm. like I would be down to socially distance date. Like, like, I don't know. Is like going to dinner weird right now. You know, like I would be down, but like, is it okay to do like with someone that you don't know? Like, you know, like obviously I see my friends every once in a while and get dinner because it's like, yeah, I know that they're like, not doing stupid things <laughs> and aren't getting COVID. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, I'd be down, like, I guess like talking first, like over the internet, maybe, you know, it's just, it's yeah. time. like, what, what is happening? Yeah. Um, it's super fucking weird. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, maybe chatting first and then with the intention to like, yeah, we should meet up, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, I don't, I'm not entirely sure when, I'm releasing this episode but if we are like within the same situation as we are now like I can't imagine it getting that much better when it gets colder yeah 
like <laughs> might even be honestly like be yeah. at all yeah it's like super depressing but i think it might be worse um but like i think it's a good way to now more than ever it's like a good time to hop on that like facetime date chat yeah. for like an hour 30 minutes like if you don't have chemistry you'll kind of know off the bat yeah um like even though it's weird to get over the hump of like oh we're dating over a screen like the fact that the option now exists for you to go like grab a drink or get dinner you should totally absolutely just try it and put yourself out there yeah yeah i know it kind of sucks it's like i'm like I'm like a like touchy for obviously not like you, you, I read people's signals, you know, it's like, obviously if it's like, you know, if they're like receptive to like a handhold or something like, you know, I would do that. But it's like, now it's like, ah, like, I don't know, like, should I do that? Like, is that cute? You know, like, or is it like, I mean, it's cute. It's of course cute, but it's also like, obviously everybody has their own risk, like risk profile. For sure. So I, want to hear more about like your stories so how many girlfriends have you had <laughs> Oof. okay wait can I, let me count one <laughs> uh, i've had i've had uh i can't say their names right is that weird i mean you can i can cut them out um okay uh, so probably won't listen to this or no they probably won't uh i've had f- five. Oh. Yeah, I, it seemed like more. When... Well, no, they've all been like long though, you know. Oh, so, okay. Like minimum year and a half. Minimum. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. I'm like super monogamous. Like, I know. That's why I'm trying to like steer clear from that right now. You know? Are you trying to steer clear from it because you feel as though like you've been monogamous, or is it like? I know. I think. Yeah. I feel like I. I probably am a monogamous person. Like deep down, like I love. I love that. Like intimate. Like really. Like this person becomes your best friend. Like you know. I. I really like that experience. Like to me, that's so much more. Um, beneficial. Maybe that's the wrong word, but like, I don't know. I. I love that over. Dating around, but I haven't tried dating around. So that's the thing is like, I need to try this, I think for, for a bit until like, obviously if I meet someone, I'm like, whoa, like you're like, you're my person, you know, then it's like, yeah, I'm going to lean into that for sure. Do you think you're quick to fall for people? <laughs> I guess, I guess so. I guess so. If it's like, I haven't <laughs> dated around. Yeah, exactly. You like <laughs> might just meet someone and be like, all right, this is it. Yeah. I think I'm a bit more cautious now, like after my last relationship, because it's like unfortunate that she was my longest relationship, but like, I can't say I was, I was in love with her, you know? So it's, I've definitely experienced like being in love. Um, and that wasn't it. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, it's like, damn, four years, but you know what? I'm, I'm grateful for the experiences that I had in it, you know, it's taught me a lot. Four so years really is cautious. so long. I know. <laughs> I know. You deserve to date around after yeah. four years in a pandemic. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but it's it's yeah, it's time for you to get out there, and hopefully, I know this is like the most unorthodox way of doing it, but 
I think you're clearly a catch. So somebody who, you know, wants to just be casual. (laughs) Well, for good measure, do you have any, do you have any crazy stories that you'd want to share with us? Crazy stories? Like like dating stories? Dating stories, hookup stories, like... No, like, no, like, I wish I did, you know, like, like, I have friends who have, I mean, it's, I think it's like, New York is just like a different thing, you know, like friends who have lived here for a little bit. And he's like, yeah, I like hooked up with this girl and her like, like, penthouse suite, you know, and she would like call me Ubers to like, come and like, have sex with her, you know, it's like, what? Like, I never had any <laughs> of those like, sick experiences. Like, I, I want to have that, you know, so I don't have anything crazy. But like, I'm hoping, you know. We're hoping. We're hoping for some we're we're here to make some stories. That's yeah. what's happening right now. Yeah. All right. So, on that note, we have our final segment and we call it shots. Okay. And I'm going to ask you just like rapid fire this or that questions. And yeah, just let me know when you're ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Early bird or night owl? Um, early bird. Shoes or jackets? Shoes, thousand percent. iPhone or Android? iPhone. TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. Zoom or FaceTime? Um, Zoom. Money or fame? Money. Spicy or mild? Depends. I, I guess mild more so than spicy. Coffee or drink state? Coffee. And if you had a boat, what would you name it? Um, Jobin. Jobin? <laughs> Going back to I love you, man. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. If you liked what you heard, uh, slide into the DMs at drinks.first on Instagram. If you don't have an Instagram, drinksfirstpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, you can't like, comment, and subscribe, but like the the podcast equivalent, please write me a review. Please rate it if you like this podcast. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. Cool. <laughs>